getting more viewers doesn't have to be difficult, y'all. There is just one thing that you need to learn that will instantly help you start to improve all of the content that you create literally everywhere, and that is be more helpful. We're going to talk about that in today's episode of the Stream Coach Podcast. Let's get it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. So glad to have you here with me today. This is our companion podcast episode for our most recent YouTube video. In that YouTube video, I talk about how some people will not be able to grow their viewers because they don't try to be very helpful to their audience and how you can grow your viewers as long as you try to be helpful and useful for the people who are watching you. See, Twitch has really grown up as a platform. Like back in the day when I started in 2012 and 2013, you didn't have to think about it like this. All you had to do was go live because back then we didn't even know that it was going to turn into this huge thing. We thought that we were just going to be chilling, playing video games, and had no idea there was going to be sponsors and money and advertising and all of these other things that have come into it. Stream coaches weird, hate them. <laughs> we had no idea all of that was going to happen. But now that Twitch has evolved and we've grown out of those clothes, we have to fit into our big boy pants and we've got to pull those things up and we have to appeal to what viewers are starting to look for from a more mature platform. And the way that we do this is by becoming more useful as a content creator. This is also going to help us differentiate ourselves from the people who are unsuccessful because it's going to mean that we are a better way for a viewer to spend their time versus them spending their time in a stream where they're not really getting anything in exchange for it. So the way that you're going to do this is that there are a lot of different things you can do in order to be more helpful to your audience. I'm going to go through a few of them here. I've also made a video on YouTube about value and how to create more valuable streams. That's like a 45-minute masterclass about how to be more helpful to your audience. So make sure that you go and check that one out if you haven't already. But let's jump into these, all right? I'm going to go through five different things here with you today. The first piece of advice I have for you is that I want you to try to do something called respond and remember. Respond and remember refers to how you treat your chat. Okay, so there aren't a lot of people anymore who don't really talk to their chats. Back in the day, this happened all the time. People would barely talk. It took me a year to get comfortable talking to my chat. It was the actual worst. I had a person hang out with me in Skype who would talk to my chat for me because I was too scared. I was too intimidated and afraid of being judged. And so now this doesn't happen nearly as much. There are a lot of people who have been watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and practicing responding to their chat. So this isn't super uncommon anymore, but this is still something that you can use in order to be more helpful to your audience by adding in this additional piece of remembering. So we don't just want to respond to what people say in our chat. We want to remember what they've been talking about in our chat. Okay, we want to show that we pay attention to our community and to our viewers, which is a really unique advantage that you have whenever you're small. A large streamer can't remember what's going on in everyone's life. It's nearly impossible. After about 150 viewers, the streamer and viewer connections really start to or yeah, really start to break down. 
and it makes it really difficult for you to keep track of everyone who is in your community. And that's a really difficult place to be. Honestly, it's hard to grow above 150 to 200 average viewers because you are so used to being connected to the people that you're talking to. And once you start getting into a position where you can't be connected to all those people anymore, it's really, really difficult for you to function as a streamer because you have to rely on them making uh, making relationships with each other and kind of forming this group identity as opposed to just having a relationship with you. So you have to change the way that you interact with chat and you have to change the way that uh, you operate your stream and your community completely around that point. But as a small streamer, you have a really unique advantage in that you can get really close to pretty much everyone in your space. And so responding to what everyone is saying is something that only you can do. And remembering what everyone is saying and what's going on in their lives is something that is going to speak volumes about you and your community and your space that large creators do not have as an advantage against you. Y'all are so much more awesome than you give yourselves credit for, I swear. I freaking swear, friends. You have so many advantages as a small streamer and you don't even know that you have them. Ugh, lucky you got me to tell you, right? I got you, baby. I got you. The next way that you can be more useful to your audience is by having more empathy. Yes, my friends, whenever someone is going through something in your chat, you are allowed to be empathetic to what they are going through. You are also allowed to talk about things that you have gone through as well. So if someone says that mommy or daddy is being mean to them and you have a, some experience with that, you can talk about that too. You are allowed to share about your life and that's okay. That's actually going to help draw people closer to you because they feel like they can understand you and trust you as a person as opposed to you just being someone who only talks about the game. Now you can go too far with empathy. I do think that there are creators who will focus too much on empathy as the value of their streams and empathy by itself just purely is not enough in order to convince a lot of people to come and hang out in your space. It just isn't. Like it's a really good tool but it's also a pretty foundational intro level tool. It's not going to be a differentiator for your space and so for that reason it's not something that I recommend as you only focus on this and I actually I don't recommend that you only focus on any of these tips that I'm giving you but at the same time they are things that can help to kind of improve what you're already doing so that is why I'm sharing them so yeah empathy don't just rely on it but it is something that can be very powerful if you utilize it correctly which is super easy to do you just respond remember and also try to understand the emotions that your audience is going through whether that is tough emotions or if that's really positive emotions whenever they say something in your chat try to respond from a place of curiosity about what they're going through and ask them follow-up questions and be understanding the next way that you can be more helpful to your audience is by giving them access to stuff that they wouldn't otherwise have access to. This is something that the large streamers do really, really well, like Ninja, Tim the Tatman, Dr. Lupo, all those guys are really great at giving access into the behaviors and mindset and personality of 
very successful content creators. And that's why those guys basically don't have to do anything except for show up every single day and they will be successful because they're giving you access into their life. However, when you're not super huge, you can't do that. You can't just show up every day and expect to be giving someone access because what are you really giving them access to, right? You're not really a a figurehead. You're not really a person of interest at that point. And so just showing up is not nearly enough in order to be helpful. But you can give them access to something else. You could give them access to other people if you have really great connections and really um, great friends. Maybe you work within a game dev studio or maybe you knew a lot of people because you used to work at GameStop TV or maybe there's endless examples I could give you, but you might have access to other human beings that you could share stories of and you could bring on your stream as well. And that would give them an insight into someone who is successful through your connection with that person. Now, this could feel a little weird for a second because you're like, oh, am I just using that person? No, you're giving them your time, you're giving them a platform, and you're giving them a way to talk about themselves, which is something that streamers don't really get to do a ton. It seems like with their streams, they'd be able to like talk more about themselves and what they're going through, but it's totally different when this is like a one-on-one situation and you are asking them questions or the goal of their... Uh, time on your stream is to give people access into them, right? That's very different from them just being in their own stream and doing it their own thing. Assuming streamers is the group of people that you're going for. It could be someone completely different that people are still interested in getting access from, but that's just an example. So you could give them access into maybe the lifestyle of a uh professional financial advisor, someone who like handles money for really successful people. You could give them access into what it's like to be someone who loves the outdoors. So maybe you go camping and hiking and stuff a lot and you want to show them what that lifestyle is like without them having to leave because we're all lazy and we want to stay at home. (laughs) At least I am outside gross. So you have access that you can give in some way. If you are a little creative, I think you can come up with some ideas for yourself based on your current lifestyle. Now, that's not to say that access is the only way that you can be helpful to people. We still got a couple more coming up. The next way that you can be helpful to your audience is by featuring them. So as I said in the last podcast episode, you can actually get people to subscribe more to your channel or even like follow your channel or stay in your channel more if you give them a level of influence there. A lot of streamers are scared to give any level of control or power or influence away to their viewers because they feel like when they do that, that they're going to lose control or that means that they're less of a broadcaster because they're relying on other people, which simply is not true. You giving someone else the attention shows that you are confident enough in yourself in order to lean on others sometimes. And that is a very high vibe, high value personality trait to have. And so whenever you feature people, it shows that you are confident in yourself, but it also gives you the uh, ability to give influence away to other people, which is what your viewers are motivated by. 
right? And so if we allow them to have a place where they can uh, be motivated in order to achieve what they want to achieve and we let them fulfill those motivations, right, then we uh, we are more likely to get more viewers and to be more helpful to people because we ultimately are giving them what they want. So this is something that we talk about a lot inside of Stream Coach Academy actually is featuring your audience and showing off what they're doing because everyone has their own projects, everyone's got things that they want to share and people who are just viewers like they want to feel like they're in the limelight sometimes. They want to feel that emotion of wow, I'm, I feel kind of successful, I feel kind of important. Like, how sweet is that, that you're doing that for your audience? That's awesome. That is so awesome. There are a lot of streamers who are really good at this. If you look at Foosley, for example. Foosley, Foosley, Fusley, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so she's someone who, I don't know if she still does this, I've only watched her a few times, but she will uh, get her, her subs on for like a sub meet and greet. And she'll allow subs to call into her stream, even though she has like a thousand or two thousand viewers or so, she will have people call into her stream and she'll just talk to her subs and get to know them. And that's so cool for them because that drives them closer to each other because they get to see the face and the mannerisms and the behaviors behind the username. So now it makes them a lot more familiar with each other. It grows the community tighter and tighter and she's able to retain a lot more subscribers and a lot more viewers because of that one thing that she does, not to mention everything else that she does in order to drive that level of engagement. but. Ooh, we could probably do a whole episode on that girl. She is something else. Man, that's such an easy strategy to start using, y'all. I swear, anybody could start featuring their viewers. Even if you only have one person, like, how awesome would that feel for them to be a part of your stream and to feel like they matter so much that they get to be on your content as well? That's so cool. All right, the next way that you can be more helpful to your audience is by, guess what? teaching them something. Oh wow, it's almost like this podcast was created for a reason. <laughs> so it's a very helpful podcast. Yes, it is. It's very good. Yep. Make sure to subscribe. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel weird about this idea of teach them something because it's very rare that a streamer considers themselves an educator. So a lot of y'all feel like, well, I'm just here to make people laugh and have a good time and anyone can join and be part of our community. Actually, my friend, actually, you don't have to be considered an educator in order to educate, okay? You are allowed to teach people something even if you consider yourself an entertainer. That is totally fine. I think Ninja would more than likely consider himself an entertainer, but one of the biggest values of his stream is that he is really good at the games that he plays, and so people can learn more about the game and become better players simply by watching him. And that's in fact why a lot of the largest streamers are relatively high skill level whenever it comes to the games that they play, because not only are they entertaining, but they are also super educational as well, especially the ones who are not very entertaining personalities, but they tend to rely more on their skill set. So this is something that you can do simply by becoming better at the games that you play, okay? Yes, believe it or not, get good scrub is good advice. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I know a lot of you, myself included, you kind of like 
pride yourself on this idea of I'm not very good at games and that's not to say that you have to be in order to be valuable you can still teach people stuff without being good at games you could teach them about social media you could teach I just got scared my dog opened my door oh my god it uh, okay <laughs> you can teach them about social media you can teach them about streaming you can teach them about lighting or cameras you could teach them about gardening you can teach them about health making candles diets like literally anything there's there's so many things and you're allowed to share the things that you're learning too because teaching people what you are learning is going to internalize the stuff that you're learning a lot more so that you actually learn it better right you learn better when you teach so there's no reason for you not to teach the stuff that you're learning because it's going to help you as well as help other people and guess what? You don't have to be the best, the largest, the most successful, the the sexiest, the most attractive. Like you do not have to be the best at what you teach in order to teach it. There are plenty of examples of people who just put themselves into a situation where they appear to know a lot, but they don't actually know a lot, and then they just share a ton of information. And by sharing that information and being brave enough to be wrong in the beginning, they refine it and they get really, really good with time. And that's the ultimate goal of someone who is using uh, teaching and education in order to help their audience better, is that it's not about being right. It's about improving and learning more. And so whenever people call you out and they're like, actually, you're wrong there, you're like, oh, really? Awesome. Why? Teach me. Because I just taught you, so why can't you teach me a little, right? Like, this is a mutually beneficial relationship. So it's okay to be wrong, and you will be wrong in your career. I've been wrong so many times, y'all. You have no idea. I go back and watch my old YouTube videos, and I'm like, why did people listen to me? Why did I have literally anyone who watched these? These are trash. <laughs> and the advice was bad and it was simple. But since then, I've learned from a lot of people and I have gone out to other people and asked questions and I've been told that I was wrong before and I've listened to the people who tell me that I'm wrong and that's made me internalize the information a lot better. So now I'm at a level where I can talk about things with depth and I can answer questions better and I can understand the perspectives that other people are going to have from the things that I'm saying all because I've had all of those conversations and I was brave enough to be wrong in the beginning. Brave enough, maybe I was just dumb to the fact of how wrong, how wrong I was because the Dunning-Kruger effect is freaking real. But let me tell you, this is going to happen to you as well when you start educating. And it's okay. It's really not as big of a deal as you think that it is. Some people will correct you. Cool. Move on. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person. The only one that is going to consider you a bad person is either someone who is super critical and judgmental, who isn't really for you anyways and just wants to uh, correct you because they have some internal self-esteem problems, or yourself because we're all our own worst critics and you're gonna feel like oh my gosh I got that wrong everyone's gonna hate me now no they're not they're definitely not they are going to correct you and they're gonna move on the end you will never survive in this world if you think that everyone is out to get you and constantly hates you and is constantly looking to correct you and hates you because you're wrong it's just not true like most of us are more mature than that and the people that aren't we don't fuck with them so fine. 
All right, y'all, that is it for this episode. I hope it helped you be more helpful to your audience. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you all next week. Bye!